The following production is part of the We Be Geeks Podcast Collective. This podcast is part of the Red 5 Network. For more Red 5 Network podcasts, visit red5network.com. Microphones and headphones provided by CAD Audio. CAD Audio, expression through innovation. Produced with podcasting gear from Tascam. Trust your audio to Tascam. Sound thinking. Forgive the interruption, but I believe this requires your attention. Meanwhile, at the above-ground underwater suborbital volcano lair... Sergeant, we need a response team. We're already putting together the best move. With all due respect, sir, so am I. I have a plan. <laughs> it's real! Mighty Marvel Geeks. That's what we call ourselves. Sort of like a team. Team? No, no, no. We're a chemical mixture that makes chaos. We're, we're a time bomb. Well then, son, you've got a condition. Your show about all things Marvel with Mike, Kylan, and Eric. What a bunch of losers. I am crew. That I did know. These people may be isolated and unbalanced even, but I believe with the right push, we can be exactly what we need. I'm suit up. I'm bringing the party to you. I have indeed been uploaded, gentlemen, online and ready. Welcome to another issue of Mighty Marvel Geeks. Apparently, I had myself muted when I started off by going, welcome to another episode. Mm-hmm. Which we would have had to correct you on that by saying, right. issue. Which I was uh, waiting. What? Let's we have say issues. it all together, folks. Because we, we have, have issues on this show. And I'm sitting here mm-hmm. cringing, waiting for Eric to go, we have issues. And I never hear it. Then I look up. And Eric's looking at me like I've got my head missing. I look over and I should be used to that look by now, though. I am. <laughs> I look over. Yeah, I was just sitting here thinking, I'm so muted. did we decide to do this show in mind this week or we're going uh, old school with like the silent issue from G.I. Joe number 21. Oh, there you go. Or, or the or the episode that uh, um, what's his name did of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Did he do? Did he do only a couple pages, or did he do a full story? Storenko, uh, I, I can't remember. It was uh, so. It it was a well. First one was like a big splash page. Another was like a bit of a, almost like a prologue um, of a mission. But it was like maybe gotcha. two pages or something. Gotcha. Uh, hopefully, for those of you listening, hopefully I sound a lot better than I did last episode. You do. You do. You do. I was going to ask you if you uh, if you feel better, which it sounds like you do. I, I am feeling a little better, uh, but as normal, Thursday is going to didn't say. didn't ask if you felt normal, just better. No sign of unusual brain activity. Did she say it last week, too? Yeah. I think she says that every week. I think last week she <laughs> I think last week she was more more concerning. I think this I don't just kidding. Yeah. She's back to her snarky self. <laughs> so, um, 
check out the homepage, mightymarvelgeeks.net. There you can check out our affiliates and our friends in our T Public store. Uh, also check out the different awards we won. One thing that's not on there yet that I got to update is go, if you want to email us, email us at mightymarvelgeeks at gmail.com. And one of the three of us will get back to you at some point. Um, but that is the new email. Uh, that is the new official email. So mightymarvelgeeks at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. So um, other than that, uh, how are you guys doing? Good. I, uh, I'm, I'm loving, well, there were, there were some pretty awesome Marvel news to come out. We'll talk about that, uh, that I did not have on my radar at all. Um, and, uh, I'm counting down to Shang-Chi. Yeah. Um, that's what you should. Very much as we should. Also too, um, Doc, I don't, where was I going to go? I don't remember. (laughs) (laughs) That's not good. Let's refresh the brain here. Um, Um, I'm trying. Hit F5 repeatedly. Yeah, that's not working. Um, if I ever uh, were to have a tattoo, it would probably be an F5 button right here on my temple. So if I can't think of something, I'll just tap that repeatedly until I do. <laughs> I like that, man. That works. <laughs> anyway. Maybe I should do that. I guess we'll keep going. Um, <laughs> we, we had some interesting things pop out this week. Mm-hmm. Trailers. Um, some Black Panther news, uh, some games, of course, what if, but I, I'm going to go to the thing that made Eric squeal the most in messenger before you do, uh-huh. before you do, I just want to take a quick moment to tangent because we have more tangents on this show than a Damn. high school geometry class. Yeah, we do. Happy 350th issue, you guys. Oh, that's right. <laughs> this is episode, or this episode, there we go. I mean, yes, you, you count, you know, like say there's 52 weeks in a year, divide 350 by 50, that's seven years, right? Some podcasts don't even get to seven episodes. I almost said that's issues, true. but not every show has issues like us. Our, no. our birthday of the yeah. first episode drop ever of Mighty Marvel Geeks is November 3rd. My birthday, November third, twenty thirteen. See, so that's just one more reason why you fit in here. We are almost eight years old, guys. I'm sorry, I couldn't. I, I, I I had to say it because it's sitting in my head, man. In dog years, this podcast old, almost old enough to be retired. That's true. Yeah, look at us. We're 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 350, and there's no Loch Ness monster here, so we're good. Tree fifty. Tree fitty. Tree fitty. Tree fitty. <laughs> For you kids who don't understand that reference, uh, ask your parents. I'm not going to tell you go look it up somewhere, but, you know. Doesn't it go back to it's old? Good. We don't recommend it. Doesn't it go back to an old NBA joke? Well, no, it goes uh, back even further than that. It goes back to an it old. Does? Yeah, because it goes back to an old joke about it about an NBA star who. Okay, did we not just literally get out of our mouths? If you don't know what this is, go ask somebody else. <laughs> yeah, but Kyle, Kyle's giving me that look. Mike wants to get in trouble. Just literally <laughs> got it out of I, your mouth. I'll leave. I'll leave it and for then after. Proceed this. to tell people about it. Kylan, I'll tell you after show. No, well, I, I see. Thing is, I just remember the TV show that I. That's where I first heard it. I didn't know 
That, yeah, maybe we'll talk about that after. Yeah, we'll talk about it after we show. Need some mystery on the show. I'm just saying. Yes. Well, this is one of those times. Let's go ahead and uncover the mystery that is Midnight Suns. <laughs> and yes, I did squeal. I did squeal. Well, it didn't exactly squeal. I just kept going, guys, 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 guys. Man, I thought you were messing with me when I first saw that. I was like, huh? And then yeah, I looked I at the trailer. The, uh, I saw the the article online, and so you know, I just sent it to him via messenger, and was kind of going, guys. The trailer for the game is absolutely incredible. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, if the gameplay is anything like this, because it's not always the case, because sometimes you'll see a great cinematic, and then you go into the gameplay, and it's just kind of like, yeah, this isn't really that good, right? But I'm, you know, I will say this. They have a couple, well, one particular character in the game that I was not expecting to see, but I'm trying to be okay with it. Iron Man. Well, uh, okay. Here's here's the reason why. Okay. Okay. The MCU. Yeah. Yes. I mean, it's funny because the reason that the MCU started off in the first place was trying to increase popularity of characters that weren't that popular at the time. Right. I mean, just you go back when Marvel was was, you know, battling bankruptcy and they sold off, you know, movie rights to what was what were their most popular franchises at the time. You know, you had X-Men, Wolverine, the Hulk, so on, Spider-Man, so on, so forth. So what the MCU started with to begin with was some of their less popular stuff, the stuff that they couldn't sell off earlier. Mm -hmm. So first up, Iron Man, who clearly wasn't that popular. It's kind of mind-boggling to think that at one point, Tony Stark was not, you know, numero uno on the popularity list in all of Marvel. I know it's weird. It's weird. Like if you were a comic reader, yeah, but otherwise, no. I mean that. And that is that is a credit to Kevin Feige, Robert Downey Jr., and everybody else associated with the MCU. That now Iron Man is the shizzle. Mm-hmm. I know, I know. An over fifty white guy should never use the word shizzle. Yes, you should. It's completely fine. Okay, good. Thank you. <laughs> So and and now basically what is the case you if you tie Iron Man into something then it's almost sure fire hit and it's all because of the MCU right you're right and that you know that's one of those things what let me back it up the fact that Tony Stark went from obscurity and like by before the first Iron Man movie come out you had a ton of people saying who is Iron Man and then you know they're walking out of the theaters and everything's Tony Stark you know um i it it, it you know even with the animated series that had, I think by that point, may have been 15 years old. Mm-hmm. Definitely 10 plus. Definitely 10 plus. Even that wasn't enough to make Tony Stark popular, even though Iron Man showed up in the Marvel superheroes video game and all the Marvel versus Capcom games. You know, there were different versions of Iron Man then, but 
people still thought of Iron Man. Iron Man was more of an afterthought. Unless you were Spider-Man or unless you're Spider-Man, Captain America, I'll say Hulk. I, I, a lot of people didn't think about Thor, even though Thor is considered one of the big three. But like if you think about the general populace, you know, it's Captain America, Iron, uh, Captain America, Spider-Man and Hulk. If it, unless it was one of those three, a lot of people just didn't you know know those characters. And now, you know, that's a completely different story. You know, you can say Thor, and you know, yeah, how many people are going around saying Molnir? You know, so or meow meow. You know, if you wanna. <laughs> What was was that in was that in the first store or was that in a in a dark world? Um, I want to say dark world. I think it was dark world. I can't believe I just made that reference. I apologize. Anyway, well, you know, it's okay. You you gave me a pass on chisel. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. But I I didn't. I thought if I were go, if I was going to see the Midnight Suns, it was going to be an animated series. Mm-hmm. At at the most, I didn't expect a game at all. There wasn't any hint of this. I missed it anyway. I mean, I don't know. You guys may have seen it, but I missed it completely. Well, and so again, <coughs> you know, you have that in there. But if you look at the trailer, mm-hmm. it's not just Iron Man that's in here. Mm-mm. There is Captain America. There is Captain Marvel. True. There, there is. Uh, there was somebody else I saw that I, I was not expecting. Uh, Wolverine. I remember. Yeah, Wolverine. No, Wolverine has been part of the Midnight Suns before. Oh. I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure. But, I mean, the whole Midnight Suns were kind of like the Dark Avengers kind of yes. thing. So so you had Blade. You had Wolverine. You had you would have Doctor Strange because Doctor Strange is is kind of like, you know, the color black. It goes with anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, have, and some of these other characters in here, they make perfect sense. Nico Minoru from The Runaways, yeah. she mm-hmm. makes perfect sense to be in here. Magic, she makes perfect sense to be in here. Mm-hmm. Um, Ghost Rider, uh, honestly, I'm just I'm just going to say this. I personally would have preferred Johnny Blaze or Dan mm-hmm. Catch mm-hmm. to Robbie Reyes. Right. But that's... That's just me because I'm, mm-hmm. I'm a grumpy old man and I prefer. Hey, back in my day, they actually <laughs> rode motorcycles, not rode on the top of freaking Dodge Chargers. I got, liked it that way. I got one more ride in me. So, I but mean, this is as far as I could go. But I mean, I get it. Reyes is the latest incarnation. They're going to push the latest incarnation. Right, right. It's kind of like you're not going to see white guy Nick Fury ever again unless it's in like a you know some sort of multiverse kind of thing true which i think um, would be awesome i think it would be awesome if like the old school nick fury met the current nick fury mm-hmm. i just i, I, I want to see that at some point that needs to be a what if that needs to be a what if and we need to have i've said this before on the show we need to have david hasselhoff voicing the old stone Nick Fury. We do. Absolutely. Yes, oh. his live action uh, uh, you know, version of Nick Fury was cheesy out the wazoo. It was. It was so bad, it was lovable. It was. Uh, I still debate but, uh, the lovable. Okay. See, I don't take issue with you saying that Howard the Duck <laughs> was one of the best movies of the 80s. <laughs> That's true. Let me have this one. I, I let you have it. I I just, as you guys tell your opinion about Howard the Duck, <laughs> no, I've got Hasselhoff's Fury. What to me was not that lovable. 
Well, so here's the thing. Speaking as somebody who loved all things Nick Fury, Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D., all all of that stuff to have gotten that was like you know it, it was on the same level as the 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 after credit scene in Iron Man. I, I'm just saying that because I'm like, what? I'm actually getting a live action Nick Fury Agent of Shield, and I, I was wanting to give it a pass because up to that point, pretty much anything comic book related on a scale of one to ten. Unless it was Superman, at best was a five. Except for the, am I right? Except for the first two, Michael Keaton, Tim Burton, Batman's. No, I, I'm talking about TV. Oh, TV. I'm talking oh, yeah. about TV. So like uh, up to so and especially Marvel stuff. Like as much as I love Trial of the Incredible Hulk, and kind of was happy because he got Daredevil. We all know that that was not a five. But I was willing to take it. Thor well, was not I mean, Thor. Now, now, are we throwing? Are we throwing Nicholas Hammond's Spider Man under the bus? We we are not because Spider Man gets a pass. Okay. Spider Man gets a pass. Uh, Sp- Spider Man. Uh, Spider Man uh, occupies that rarefied air. Okay. So, but what what I'm saying is, uh, those characters that are a bit outside of the public knowledge. Okay. Everybody knows who Spider-Man the, is. Does, so, what was it? The 78 Doctor Strange movie? Yeah. Yeah. That gets, yeah. Run, that gets run over big time by the bus. Oh, uh, I, as much as I loved the Red Brown Captain America movies. Oh, Doctor, I, I, Doctor Strange is that speed bump that stops a steamroller. There you go. There you go. Just point so, blank. Yeah. But so no, I, I, yeah. So yeah. But anyway, circling back around to the Midnight Suns game, mm-hmm. uh, it was, it was announced yesterday. I believe it was, it was, it was announced so. on Wednesday. I mean, it, it's not yesterday when you're hearing this, but it's yesterday when we're recording on Thursday night. Um, Firaxis Games, yes, Firaxis Games and 2K are developing the game. And um, and I'm just I'm reading from the Marvel article here. I'm totally stealing this from Mike because I was just well when when you go guys and I am um, you kind of have to it says darkness falls rise up confront the darker side of the Marvel universe and live among its legends in an all new tactical RPG by acclaimed developer for Axis Games and 2K. 2K and Marvel Entertainment announced today, that was yesterday, uh, slash Wednesday, Marvel's Midnight Suns, a new tactical RPG set in the darker side of the Marvel Universe that brings players face-to-face against these supernatural forces as they team up with and live among the Midnight Suns, Earth's last line of defense against the underworld. Marvel's Midnight Suns, currently scheduled for launch in March 2022, and will be available on PS5, PS4, Xbox Series XS, Xbox one, uh, Nintendo Switch, and Windows PC via Steam and Epic. <laughs> <laughs> Through a twisted marriage of magic and science, the nefarious force known as Hydra, again, here's Hydra again, has revived Lilith, mother of demons, after centuries of slumber. Hey, Lilith Hydra. Will stop. <laughs> now you come in. Where were you 10 seconds ago? Uh, Lilith Just will kidding. stop. At- <laughs> 
I'm, I'm sorry, Thirsty. Did the middle of my sentence interrupt the beginning of yours? Forgive the interruption. I believe this requires your attention. Thank you. Lilith will stop at nothing to complete an ancient prophecy and summon her evil master, Chathon. Now pushed to the brink, the Avengers desperately look to fight fire with Hellfire by enlisting the help of the Midnight Suns. Now this explains why the Avengers are in here. Um, enlisting the help of the Midnight Suns, Nico Minoru, Blade, Magic, and Ghost Rider, young heroes with powers deeply rooted in the supernatural, formed to prevent the very prophecy Lilith aims to fulfill. Together, they resurrect an ancient warrior, the Hunter, Lilith's forsaken child and the only hero known to have ever defeated her. Quote, we are th we're thrilled to team with Firaxis Games, who combine a history of building outstanding tactical games with an authentic love of Marvel's supernatural side, said Bill Roseman, vice president of creative at Marvel Games. Marvel's Midnight Suns offers players the chance to not only live alongside legendary heroes, but also to experience an all-new original story that dives deep into the monstrous shadows of the Marvel Universe. Darkness falls, rise up. I grew up reading and loving Marvel comics, says Jake Solomon, creative director for Marvel's Midnight Suns at Firaxis Games. Quote, to be trusted with these characters and their stories is an honor for me and the team. If you're a Marvel fan or an RPG fan or a fan of Tactics Games, Marvel's Midnight Suns will make these beloved characters come alive in a way that you've never seen before. Uh, let's see. During today's announcement at Gamescom opening night live, 2K debuted a stunning cinematic trailer. That's what we saw featuring the dramatic resurrection of the Hunter, which is the first customizable original hero in the Marvel Universe. So basically, this is going to be you. Yep. Uh, developed by Firaxis Games, the legendary studio behind the critically acclaimed world-renowned Civilization and XCOM franchises, Marvel's Midnight Suns will feature an iconic collection of heroes spanning the Avengers, X-Men, Runaways, and more, promising cinematic tactical com combat with a superhero flair, game-impacting friendships to forge, and an unforgettable adventure that showcases the darker side of Marvel. Uh, Marvel's Midnight Suns is, a, is an incredibly... I'm sorry, am, am I doing notifications messages for some reason? No, it's me on my end. Okay. Thursday's sending out for pizza again, isn't she? Yeah. <laughs> know how hard it is to stop her. I gave up that. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Marvel's Midnight Suns is an incredibly ambitious title that looks to deliver a truly unique and groundbreaking experience, said David Ismailer, president at 2K. Uh, working with Marvel is a huge opportunity, and we're fully confident the team at Firaxis will deliver another outstanding game. Uh, next week, 2K and Firaxis Games will look to reveal the world premiere of gameplay for Marvel's Midnight Suns, showcasing a new, engaging, and deeply customizable tactical battle system where players assemble their team of heroes, assess the battlefield, and launch devastating, iconic attacks against the forces of darkness. Viewers should tune in to www.midnightsuns.com. Uh, this is Suns with a U, not the old Suns with an O, at 11.30 p.m. Pacific time on Wednesday, September 1st. Now, that's one slight problem. 11.30 p.m. Pacific mm -hmm. time. That's two hours behind me and three hours behind you. Yep. Right. So 11.30 p.m. Pacific time is 12.30 a.m. Mountain time, 1.30 a.m. Central time, 2.30 a.m. Eastern time. Um, guys, are y'all going to stay up till 2.30 in the morning to see this? 
What, to see the game launch? To you'll watch the world premiere of gameplay. No. No. I'll catch it th- um, I'll catch it later in the day on YouTube. I, I'm I'm thinking that uh whoever scheduled this, I, I'm not sure they fully thought that through. Well, you know, that's something I've I've noticed that like a like a lot of uh companies now like if they're if they will do if they're doing a some kind of launch or premiere it's based on pacific time and so i'm like it's sort of like if uh like when um when netflix were when they had the marvel shows and you know the episode no the episodes are supposed to drop on this date and it was supposed to be at midnight but it was midnight pacific time and i'm like no I'm not gonna be up at you know, what three four o'clock in the morning. Well, they, yeah. Well, Disney Plus does the same thing. Yep. All the new shows when they drop, they drop midnight Pacific time instead of going based on where you're located time zone and releasing it by time zone. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you guys have watched the trailer yet. Some of this cinematic stuff, the character design in this is like oh, it's amazing. knocked out of the park. It, yes. It's absolutely I am, amazing. I am looking at a paused, yeah, at the pause video. It's showing Wolverine. At first glance, it's a variation of the yellow and black outfit. Mm-hmm. But they go in and good grief, is this thing detailed? Yeah. Yes. I mean, this is, it, it's, it looks like it's got mystic symbols on it. You know, the, the, there's intricate scroll work on the shoulders and the chest, even the cowl. I mean, it, it doesn't look like, well, okay, it doesn't look like yellow spandex. It doesn't look like leather. I mean, it looks like it is metal plates. Mm-hmm. That has got very intricate scroll work. Looks like vines. I'm sure there's there's a design philosophy behind that. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that would be. Well, you know, there are... Okay, from no, because I kind of watch all the paranormal shows and stuff, and uh, they there are certain like almost like runes or or symbols that you can put that they believe that you could wear that would protect you from dark magic or dark spirits attacks. So that might be where that comes from. And Doctor Strange's outfit looks more like his comic version. Mm-hmm. The classic comic stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, very intricate. A lot of embroidered patterns. Uh, Robbie Reyes looks pretty much like leather biker stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but the head is totally different and pretty awesome. The the head is, looks more comics accurate. Yes. Very much. I so. mean, because, because classic Ghost Rider, it just was a skull. A flaming skull. Mm-hmm. Whereas... You know, the Reyes version looks more like almost like a helmet that's been sculpted to look so, you know, borderline demonic. Right. And some of the Avengers outfits, I mean, they they clearly have had a wardrobe adjustment. So, yeah, I mean, this I'm looking forward to this in case you hadn't noticed. (laughs) Maybe a little bit. Yeah, maybe a little bit. And that's okay. Um, yeah, now, 
of course, apparently the the wardrobe upgrade is later in the game because I'm seeing shots in action and Wolverine's outfit is looking like the classic yellow and brown Mm -hmm. from like the 80s. And it has looked very classically leathery, spandexy. Yeah, magic. Magic is looking like she's got the standard X-Men you know, uniform with a with a jacket over it. Right. right. So I mean, these characters look really good, and I'm just I'm just looking forward to the whole thing. Um, I want to. I really do want to see though the Captain America. I, you see it like in the very end. There is a black and gold Captain America outfit, and it it looks re- it just looks really cool. Yeah, it mm, looks sharp. It does. Even the Iron Man armor. It almost wants me to see. I want to see the black and gold Spidey suit appear in this since we're they're doing the black and gold theme in the game. I would love to see Spider Man in the black and gold suit. Even Doctor Strange has a black and gold suit in this. But honestly, it looks like you know an an outfit I would see on uh, on a D and D figure, mm-hmm. or maybe World of Warcraft kind of thing. Yeah, you're right. But that's just me. I mean, I uh, see, and I love these kinds of games, and so to play this type of game and have it in the Marvel universe, uh-huh. that that that's a shut up and take my money situation. Yeah. I just I have enough time to clear out the games that are on my docket so that I can feel justified in getting that game when it first comes out. Yeah. Tactical RPG is the word, is the uh, the term that they use for this, and I'm just, I'm wondering how they're going to pull that off. I mean, there's the um, the old Facebook Avengers game mm-hmm. that was tactical. It's kind of like, you know, you know, your turn to, to act, the villain one's turn to act, you know, hero two's turn to act, that sort of thing. Right. Right. And so it, it, it also kind of reminds me of like Final Fantasy, mm-hmm. where, you know, it's, you know, each everybody takes a turn. I'm wondering if that's going to be like that, because honestly, I prefer that. I'm not a big fan of real-time strategy tactics. Right. I just... I'm just not. Maybe it's all the years playing like, you know, Warhammer 40,000 and Blood Bowl and all that, that I prefer to take turns. Mm -hmm. If I want to, if I want to do real time, I'll play Skyrim. Right. My hope, my hope is with this, there is, it's an improvement over Marvel Avengers, which I have not been hearing a lot of good things about. Well, the thing that I keep hearing is, you idiots, you captured their stunt doubles. <laughs> I mean, it was that basically because they didn't, they didn't, they were clearly inspired by the MCU actors, but they clearly weren't trying to copy exactly. That may be likeness, you know, image deals or, you know, complications. I don't know. Right. But... Yeah, but I I know I tried the gameplay for the beta test, uh-huh. and it was horrible. Okay. It, it, I mean, it wasn't good, and I was kind of excited about the game. Well, we, we all were, actually. Oh, yeah. Now, if this ends up being similar to Spider-Man, which I have yet to play. PlayStation. Rub it in. Then, um, then yeah, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be super stoked for this game. Well, I mean, Spider Man for the PlayStation just reminded me a lot of like the Batman games from from Telltale, like Arkham Asylum, Arkham City, mm-hmm. all that. It just kind of had that feel to it. Um, so I'm thinking just 
these are the images that I'm getting from it. It'd be like kind of a you know Final Fantasy kind of thing uh, because it's tactical RPG. And another reason that I am looking forward to this, you get to create your own character. Yes. It's not like playing, you know, Marvel Ultimate Alliance or, you know, X-Men Forces of Destiny or whatever that that game was called for the Xbox. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is you and you are playing the hunter. This game, this this is your own customizable character. And that that is what I look for in a game these days. And does it mean that, yes, I want to make, you know, a, as close a version to me as possible that looks like me, looks better than me, you know, is in better shape than me, but still basically me? Not necessarily, but I like it. It's it's almost like a choose your own adventure kind of thing. Yes. Where where there are these you I don't want to play Captain America in this game. I want to play alongside Captain America. Yeah. Because I, I it's almost like wanting to put my own stamp on a character in whatever game that I play, be that you know, I keep referencing Skyrim. That's a great example. With Fallout that's a great example too. Would this become Marvel's version of DC Universe Online, sorta, or Champions Online, um, where you're creating your own hero in the Marvel verse? In that regard, yes. But it's probably not, it's probably not an it's, open it's probably not an open world gameplay though, like those games. Not. Probably not, but I'm going to tell you, if Marvel wanted to do something like Champions Online or DC Universe Online or or the old City of Heroes, you know, this is how you would do it. Right. I think, honestly, I think the the glory days of the MMORPG are kind of behind us. Mm-hmm. Oh, I agree. I mean, you don't see a whole lot of them coming out anymore. Mm-mm. I mean, the, the one that I play is Elder Scrolls Online, which has been out since like 2016. I mean, it's still going pretty strong. World of Warcraft, not quite so much because of recent events. I miss that. Uh, Fallout 76. I mean, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. What, what, happened yeah. To, what happened with World of Warcraft? Um, all this crap that Blizzard's going through. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Never mind. Yeah. The, the lawsuits, the... You know, the, the, Jay Allen Brack stepping down because it was either that or be fired. Yeah. I mean, we won't. That's not Marvel. So, you know, won't really yeah, go into that. We're going to continue on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, but yeah, looking forward to this. I'm also looking forward to us talking about what if. Oh, yes. Kylan, why don't you take us into what if? I even take the segues away from Mike. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's all right. This is like, okay. it's like Lord of the Explorer. Eric, no swiping. Eric, no swiping. <laughs> oh, man. All right. So, so we got, so this is uh, episode three. Trace. Yeah, episode three of what if. And um, we are. Uh, given a world where what if the Avengers never existed? Um, and, you know, it, it, be honest with you, uh, I I was, th- this was one of those where I really had no frame of reference of where they were going to go with this. Um, episodes one and two uh, were, you know, pretty closely tied to some degree to the MCU. And so I kind of had an idea of what they would do with this too. No, for the most part. 
this this episode, the first five, no, not even the first five, the first three minutes alone just has your jaw drop. Uh, there, there's uh-huh. that iconic scene of um, Nick and Natasha uh, driving up to that famous donut shop and Tony is chilling in the Iron Man armor inside the uh, donut there eating his donut. And uh, and it it appears that Tony already and I I might have to go back to Iron Man to watch to to watch this. But Tony seems to have. Well, I think it may have been Iron Man, too. Uh, A bit of the the technology is starting to affect him already. I don't remember that from the movie. It's Iron Man 2. It is Iron Man 2. It was Iron Man 2? Yep. Okay. So, and so... Because that's where this clip came from. Right. Yeah, so it was Iron Man. I'm going to have to ask you to exit the donut. And that is the exact... I mean, it, it plays right out of the movie. Up until... Uh, Natasha, it looks like Natasha, you know, hits him with the syringe and then all of a sudden Tony has a heart attack. Anyways, Tony's dead. And all of a sudden you're like, okay, what the heck is going on here? Um, Natasha ends up in in the in the brig uh, on the helicarrier, and well, uh, I say on a shield base, not the helicarrier, but on a shield base. And then it just kind of goes left from there. Uh, you get the iconic scene from Thor, where uh, they're they're seeing Catman around Molnir, and Thor is sneaking in to get. Molnir. And he's not he's exactly here. sneaking. And you know what? Okay, he's not exactly sneaking. It starts no. off as sneaking. Man, and, he, yeah, then I think he gets tired of sneaking. He's got a he's got a great head of hair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know, I, I love that. I mean, but you know what? His hair is pretty epic. Yeah. I mean, you know. And and you know, then Thor Thor dies. I, I think that was probably the one that threw me. Cause I I was like, what? I was like, I thought Thor was, I mean, we're talking about Thor being a god. I thought that he was pretty and no invulnerable, but no. Um but he was depowered. Yeah, remember he was deep at this time he was depowered. That's why he lost the, Oh, that's right. That's he, he had the power taken yeah. away from him. That's I mean, right. That's okay. how the taser works on him. Right. That's, that's how right. Okay. The, Forgot about the, that. The sedative injection works on him. I forgot about that. Okay, yes. So then then Thor gets it. And it, and it and it looks like Clint is responsible, but Clint swears he's not. And and, then, and you know what? I'm just gonna fast forward to the whole thing with Hulk. That was just mm, brutal. um brutal. That's probably a way to put it. Like I you know, Hulk is pretty uh his power level is pretty high. And I'm thinking, oh, he's you know, what are they going to do to Hulk? I'm like, you know, just make him matter. No, um, they took him out, too. And so as I'm sitting there and I'm watching this and I really have for the first time in, you know, in two episodes for three episodes for the first time, I have no idea where I am. No frame of reference. Uh, you know, and eventually, as a you know, uh, you know, we end up with all of the Avengers being taken out. Although somewhere, well, after Thor dies, Loki shows up with his army, threatening to take out the Earth. They managed to figure out. I have to admit, this was a bit of genius to figure the way the 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 villain did all this. Are we are we talking spoilers now? Uh, oh, hit the spoiler alert thingy. Oh, 
Spoiler alert. All right, they straight up reference. They go, they go back to comic origins for this, you know, because you know a certain character was not always a good person, and the fact that uh, they, they, you know, pretty much come out of left field. Although it makes sense in this world, based on the events that we're not aware of until it's all revealed to us why Hank Pym did what he did. Oh. And, you know, you know, and Hank would know. The truth is, Hank would know how to take out... Pre- he He's the kind of person that would know how to take out every Avenger. He well, he would right. be the, the Bruce Wayne slash Batman of the Marvel that's, world. Yes. That's exactly where I was going, going to go with yes. this. Because yes. this episode, I've heard some people say, well, it was okay, but it, it was... To me, pretty a recurring theme from the comics, you know, because it'd be like, you know, what if the the Avengers never happened, or what if Captain America founded the Avengers, or mm-hmm. what if uh, the Avengers defeated everybody? It just it was all set. A lot of these were centered around something bad happening with the Avengers, mm-hmm. and watching this episode, it got me. It reminded me very much of I can't remember the name of it it was a justice league movie where a bunch of villains had basically hacked batman's computer uh uh is it doom I, i'm not sure because uh don don read the the graphic that that was based on and i you know what it made per- perfect sense if you know how bruce wayne operates it made perfect sense yeah but for those who don't who, who didn't know somebody hacked Batman's computer mm-hmm. and accessed the files that he had on all the other members of the Justice League. Mm-hmm. And while Batman formulated you know, contingency plans to incapacitate others mm-hmm. because he's not a killer. Yeah. Well, the villains who did who did the hacking said, okay, well, let's let let's dial up the notch. We go from impas- incapacitating, we're gonna kill them. And this just kinda had that feel to it. It did. You know, one of you know I, I won't say one of their own, but you know, somebody who in the comics was an Avenger. He was one mm-hmm. of the founding members of the Avengers. Mm-hmm. You know, deciding I'm going to take them out. I can do it. And really, it's it's kind of brilliant. It really is. I I hate to put it, but it really is. Like he. So Pym and Stark are both big brains. They're both geniuses. Uh huh. But in the comics, Tony has that 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 bit of self control that that Hank doesn't. Doesn't always. Yeah, he has. He, he, he doesn't has, always. And, yeah. and and so if if you. For people who are not familiar with the comics, this is like, okay, wow, this is nuts. But for those of us who were familiar, this was a treat. Yeah. You know? And there's a very, it's kind of a blink and you miss it reference to the Winter Soldier, to the movie. Mm -hmm. Because we don't know exactly what happened to Janet, only that she 
died in the line of duty, quote unquote. But Hope was an agent of Shield, and she was killed during you know, on a mission to Odessa in the Ukraine. In the movie, the winter in the the Captain America Winter Soldier movie, mm-hmm. Natasha is telling Steve about how she how the Winter Soldier wounded her during a mess a mission to Odessa. Basically, she was escorting a nuclear scientist or some kind of scientist that Bucky was tasked with killing. Mm -hmm. He shot through Natasha to kill the scientist. Right. And so she kind of like pulls up her shirt and there's a scar. Mm -hmm. People are saying that means that Bucky, the Winter Soldier, was in that continuity and that Bucky was the one that killed Hope. That's a reasonable assertion to make, but the way that this stuff has been going, don't don't say it as fact until you see it. Right. right. You know, and and once again, I'm going back to WandaVision and Mephisto Palooza. I put a whole <laughs> lot of stock in any theory until I see it official. I agree. It's it they're great fan theories, they're they're great conversation pieces. And but it yeah, is, until we it is logical because apparently the events of Captain America First Avenger happened when we see Fury at the end, you know, wiping the snow off a of cap shield. Mm-hmm. Yep. But but we end up with a different Avengers team at that point. Well, yeah. it also Very looks different. like too that they have found Steve at this point in time, but leaving them on ice for that oh crap moment, which apparently has now happened. Well, we also see the beeper. Mm-hmm. And I did like that little bit at the at, at the end where Fury bends down, dusts the snow off, and says, Welcome back, Captain. You think he's talking to Steve, mm-hmm. but then you see the bright light you know, off yeah. to his side and oh, it's Carol. Mm-hmm. So basically the, the the Avengers initiative starts over. This is like two point Right. But we did not talk about why. Uh, Go ahead. Honestly, I did not see this coming until it started hitting the fan Mm -hmm. where you see Fury at Hope's grave. And then he hears something behind him. If it isn't Hank Pym. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, he basically gets the confession out of Hank saying that, you know, hey, I killed all these. Well, what about, you know, what about the Asgardian? What about the Norse guy? Well, I killed him before you could recruit him. So, so you murdered him because you could that kind of thing. And Mm -hmm. basically it's, he's getting the confession out of him. Right. And I'm just kind of like, okay, Loki is just off camera somewhere. He's Mm -hmm. doing this all just so, you know, Hank will confess. So Loki will know he's the guy that did it. Mm-hmm. And then when Hank just starts, you know, wailing into him and he is just blocking and parrying like, you know, like level zero Kung Fu Panda. I'm just thinking, wait a minute. Fury ain't this good. No, no. And, and when he just starts laughing, I'm just kind of like, yep, that's Loki. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and that 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 was that moment where you're like, yep, that, uh, you know, he would play this. To you know, yeah, you know, he he's an opportunist. Now, obviously, he did not put all of this together. No, but he had help. He had help, and he saw an opportunity. Yeah, you know? and so that that final scene. Yeah, 
Uh, I like, yeah, I mean, that whole youth, and this is classic Loki. This is the Loki that I have come to love slash hate. He will be on your side. What? All right. He is on his side. Yes. And only his side. Mm-hmm. If it's to his advantage to work with you, he will. Right. But the moment that it no longer becomes in his interest to do so, you're hosed. Right. And he wouldn't feel bad about it. No, he would not lose a moment of sleep. So, you know, once they've got, you know, basically once Hank gets whipped up on and taken into custody, Loki basically says, basically pulls a, while I'm here, yeah, I'm taking over the Earth. Yeah. And there's nothing anyone can do about it. No, uh, there's not. No. And Loki has it, you know, he's got Asgardian forces. He doesn't, he doesn't need the Chit- the Chitari. He never was ex- Exiled from Asgard here. Mm-mm. So he's never floating through space. He's never bound by Thanos and given the the Mind Stone. The Tesseract is still somewhere on Earth, probably in Project Pegasus. And so, you know, there's nobody that could oppose Loki with the Asgardian space Viking force on no, his side. No, no. Well, except Carol, Carol can give him a run. Well, yeah, but Carol, we don't get to see that. No, no. We just see her showing up. Right. And if you want to, if you really want to go through and, you know, just pick out the rest of the Avengers that we have seen in the MCU to see, well, are they still around? Well, Falcon would still be around. Mm-hmm. Um, Rhodey uh, would but- not. Well, well Rhodey would. Yeah. Rhodey would be around. Now, whether or not he would have gotten his own suit of armor, no. You remember... At this remember, point in time, I don't think War Machine... was the Mark One. Right. At this point in time, I don't think War Machine is No, War is Machine happening. is not at this point. Uh, War Machine shows point. up in Iron Man 2, but yes. I don't think War, War Machine is built yet. No, War Machine is built yet. Basically, it's the old suit of Iron Man armor that, mm-hmm. you know, the original Rhodey comes by at the end of the first movie and goes, next time. Mm-hmm. Right. But I don't think, I, I don't remember him having it by the time of the donut scene. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. No, no, it was after. I don't think he took it over. It's possible that Shield took all his prototypes into custody. Right. At that but, point. Now, didn't Rhodey take the armor and the Air Force modified it? Yes. Or, yeah, because Tony did with hammer tech. With hammer with, tech. Yeah, with hammer tech. Yeah. Unfortunately. Right. So I got this. I got this. I got this. Good. Yeah. Put it all. Take in it. There. What do you mean? Let's see. Who else? Well, um, all of it. Yeah. What well, you would not have Quicksilver or Wanda. The twins are not. You would have. Uh, you would not no. have them because unless Hydra had already stolen the Tesseract. Mm-hmm. Well, but they, they weren't using the Tesseract. They were using the Mind yeah. Stone. Right. Um, you wouldn't have Doctor Strange. Well, you might have Doctor Strange. Strange still may happen. Well, no, Strange. Strange would not have. Uh, the, Doctor Strange took place after the Avengers movie. Right. But still, but could still happen. Yeah, it could still happen. But because his timeline, his timeline has nothing to do. Remember, it's his car accident. And it has right. nothing to do with the events of the Avengers but, forming. But. At this point in the timeline, he has not had that accident. Correct. Because if you remember in Endgame, where Bruce visits the Ancient One, she said, you're about two years too early. Right. 
Now, who else would you have? You would technically have Spider-Man, but not the Stark equipped Spider-Man. Right. Uh, you would not, you would not. But you would have, have a shield equipped. Yet. You would have his father, T'Chaka. Yeah. yeah. Um, we have Winter Soldier would still be out. We would have Winter Soldier. Yeah, but at this point, you, he would not be an ally at this point, though. No, but he's out there. Yeah, but really, you wouldn't have any of them. No. No, you wouldn't. Well, all right, let's go into Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. then. Mm-hmm. Let's pull that out. You would not have uh, Coulson going to Tahiti. No. Um, nope. You would not really have the extremist stuff. Nope. Uh, or you might have. You we might, might still have. We still might. So you might eventually still have Deathlock. Still might have Quake. Quake. We will still have uh, Fitz and Simmons. Still have yeah. um, May. Ward. Yeah, we definitely have May. Still have Ward. Maybe we have Mac. Maybe we won't. You know, we would still have the Ghost Rider. Right. I'm I'm just trying to think who else you could assemble as an as Avenger in that timeline. Uh okay, so Cap, Cap and Cap. You could have Falcon, Falcon. uh War Machine. There's not much left of the Avengers from the MCU perspective. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No. So I would say those four, those four for sure. I mean, the thing is, the thing is, you would have Black Panther, but the thing is, Wakanda is still closed to the world. So those events haven't happened to open Wakanda to the world. Yeah. So basically, you you have these four as Avengers. Right. Which is powerful enough. Don't get me wrong. But, you know. So there you go. I mean, there's no there's no evidence to conclude that, you know, the snap ever happens. Right. So there's just there's no real there's no real team left. I mean, you could find them. I mean, Colson, you know, you might could still get some of the agents of shield folks there. Do you have the inhumans? I guess you do because humans, the events that, that transpire to get the inhumans going to where you get your quake, you get your yo-yo, um, Oh Lord! I'm trying well, to think. Well, it seems like the original Inhumans were around before the the Terrigen was right. even a thing. You know what I mean, though, right? Yeah, right. The you know the Terrigen incident where everything where all the 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 big explosion of Inhumans. Right. So let's just go ahead and say that that does take place. Mm-hmm. You get, uh, you could get your Deathlock. You could get your Agent May. You could get Quake. Uh-huh. But the problem with Agents of Shield is so many of them are of the main characters. They're not powered. Right. right. Of course, they don't have to be. I mean, oh, Natasha and Clint were not powered. No, you know they they were able to run with the big dogs, and they didn't have power. So you know, I mean, but with something like this call out, because we still have Fury out in the present, not hiding. Mm-hmm. Yeah, could something like this cause Fury to reach out to to Chala's father and ask for help, and, and we start seeing Wakanda Tech or Shuri Tech? I don't think so, because. No. It, it, it's really it's really T'Chaka's death that brings all this out. Mm-hmm. Now, if that assassination takes place, maybe. Right. You just, you don't know. And no, who's just to see, say, 
who's to say that Fury doesn't go to Emil Blonsky and say, hey, you know, there's a pardon in this if you play our game. Right. Right. Because that's another thing. This episode references that movie. Mm-hmm. It references. Um, uh, my mind is blanked on who played um, who played Banner. Ruffalo. Uh, oh, um, not Ruffalo. Norton. Norton. Yes, Norton. Yeah. It it references the Norton movie, mm-hmm. which is something that doesn't always doesn't do a lot of happens a lot in this day and age. Right. But right. of the two Hulk films, that's the only one that's considered MCU. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's well, you know, you. You had uh, Tony and uh, Thunderbolt, both in both, you know, in, in both in it. So, yeah. I mean, well, you know, I hate to say it, guys. Know. Final thoughts. I, you know, I I enjoyed this. Uh, I enjoyed this this episode. Uh, it was fun to for it to take me someplace that was mostly unfamiliar. You know, even though I I I, I, knew, I got and I understood the the references. They they took a completely different spin on it, um, and I'm jazzed to see what's going to happen next uh, next episode. Eric, I'm I'm with Kylan. I'm looking to see what happens in the next episode. I wonder if this is going to be the Killmonger episode. Um, but it's it, this episode had the classic feel of what, of reading one of the the first volume of What Ifs. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Uh, it did. You know, not to say that the other two episodes didn't. Uh, episode one is still is still my favorite of all of them, but it it did have that classic late seventies feel to it, just mm-hmm. because it was the Avengers and something was catastrophic happening. Mm-hmm. I I will say it is definitely th- this has become one of my top three Marvel broad- products put out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is my favorite Marvel show on, on Disney Plus. Um, there's there's just no. I, I said it week one. I still mm-hmm. say. It. Yeah, it's it's a close second to me. Uh, yeah, the thing is, I I'm an I'm an action guy, so Falcon and Winter Soldier just j- just the sheer amount of you know all the yeah, fighting I, and all. yeah, but yeah, but this is like a close second. Like as much as I enjoyed Wandavision, that this just kind of ekes past Wandavision for me. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Captain America, First Avenger, still top. Winter, uh, Winter Soldier, second. I put What If right there in that third spot at this point in time. Of all, the, if, if we're looking at all projects, this is that third spot for me. Yeah, of MC, of MCU related projects. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I did go to Eric for final thoughts. Yes, you did. Okay. Uh, my final thoughts, Marvel future revolution is out for your mobile device. Uh, if you haven't started playing it yet, I've started, it's, I'm getting, it's a slow, it's a slow get for me. Um, I just need to spend more time on it. Um, rumor has it Marvel Studios may be making a Halloween special for Disney Plus, uh, reportedly featuring Werewolf by Night and would be coming out next year, 2022. And, uh, rumor also has it that we will see Riri Williams in Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Okay. And then I'm just going to say I went to uh, Megacon and was able uh-huh. to give Bob Hall and uh, Roland Mann their official Mighty Marvel Geeks lanyards and picked up a Drax <laughs> Geeky Tiki for 10 bucks. Oh, oh, oh. Nice. Uh, it was either this or a Star Wars Tusken Raider 
for 10 bucks. Come find out. Drax holds 17 ounces. Tuscan Raider held 14. I think I got the better deal. Well, there you mm-hmm. go. Yes. And I, li- I like this thing. I may be drinking from it next week when we're doing the show. <laughs> Gonna hold you to that. So, <laughs> on that note, um, hey, Kylan, why don't you send us off this week? Okay. Well, uh, so, Thirsty, um, is there anything else? All wrapped up here, sir. Will there be anything else? No, just time to go dark. Activating security protocol self-destruct sequence. Erasing all data. <laughs> Just kidding.